Wow, 22 pages later, with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. So, as we sit here, another New York Comic Con is in the books, and surprisingly, no one has tried to take us off the air. That's great. All right. I call that a win. Welcome to another, yay, we're still here, edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 138. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, and with me, as always, is the guy who I consider the Spock to my Kirk. If you don't get that, you should not be listening to the show. MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. It's like the N-word and the C-word had a baby, and it was raised by all the bad words for Jews. <laughs> um, you caught me off guard with that one. <laughs> I remember that episode. I want to say Rick. It is Rick. Okay, yeah, of yeah. course it's Rick, dude. Why are you doubting? That's freaking awesome. <laughs> well, because you know Morty got some good one-liners, and so does uh, uh, Beth. Beth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> All right, and of course the other voice that you hear. As always, is the host that we consider our Scotty, or Harry Scotty, but our Scotty, RT Square, Ralph the Tech. I've given her all she's got, Captain. She ain't got no more. I was waiting for you to do that. <laughs> all right. So the other day I was, you know, deep into meditation, reflecting on my life, and a thought occurred to me. The perfect liar would appear as the most honest person on earth. Yeah, it's really deep. Why is that? Because... If they're so good at lying, everything would sound like it's true. Trump proves you wrong immediately in that statement. <laughs> he is not the world's perfect liar. Come on. <laughs> he's, he's the most consistent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, all, it's all a funny wordplay, guys. All a funny wordplay. All right. So um, today we're here to discuss the DC Universe original series, Titans. This time, season two, episodes one through six. Um, I know a lot of people have been asking about this. I know they're waiting for another DC review, but that comes next time. But first, Mike has it in his contract that he either has a segment delivering the latest news on the geek world or, I don't know, show us his nuts, and we don't want to see that. So, <laughs> And now nobody under 14 can listen to the show. <laughs> so, guys, let's Why? It's not sure. visual. <laughs> Yeah, but then it, it, it leaves a lot to the imagination, and I'm yes. good with that. Everybody, <laughs> so just, everybody's a mental artist. They can oh put the God. pictures in their minds. <laughs> let's just give him his way and give him the quick news. And now, the quick news with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph and Kai. I'm just selling candy, my big chocolate salty balls. But <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I miss you. All right. South don't, I, I, don't, I don't want nothing he's cooking up. Ugh. Well, he's dead, so keep missing him. Wow. Uh, well, Speaking is. of dead, is it death? Uh, I don't have any death. I mean, there's lots of people died, but no one I gave a damn about. Um, wow. Okay. <laughs> so take that, corpse. Alrighty, uh, <laughs> all right. For you hoes at home that live under a rock without Wi-Fi, Marvel and Sony made nice nice on September 27th, and Spider-Man yeah. will again be in the MCU. Yay. Now, before you burn your bustiers and jockstraps in celebration, the currently crafted deal says Tom Holland will appear in two projects, mm -hmm. a Spider-Man 3 film and one appearance in an unnamed Marvel film. The deal also uh, reportedly gives Disney a 25% cut of first dollar revenue compared to the 5% of the previous deal. This means the House of Mouse gets a fourth of all money Spider-Man 3 makes on the second it sells a ticket. 
on that first day. Right. And like the previous contract, Disney still retains all merchandising and licensing rights, allowing the company to continue making all kinds of mega money through toys, apparel, and other consumer products based on the movie. Now, reports suggest Disney will also foot the bill for roughly a quarter of the film's cost, all in exchange of Fahey and his team for getting creative control over the movie. Hmm. How are we feeling about this, guys? We, um, last podcast, we were talking about how the um, internet was in an uproar and how everybody was upset, blah, blah, blah. How are we feeling about this deal now? Well, clearly they heard my, you know, impassioned speech that I gave to them and told them just to, you know... Monotone speech? I don't know about his passion speech. It was very impassioned. In my head, it sounded impassioned. <laughs> it wasn't passion. I was eagerly awaiting for it to end. <laughs> uh, no, well, um, I'm, I'm glad I'm fine to have delivered what you wanted. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I mean, it's it's no big deal on its own. I mean, it's I mean, it's great that there will be another third movie with Fei behind the controls. Uh, um, it's also kind of rep- um, been like kind of rumored slash reported that this third movie is going to pretty much kind of wrap up mm-hmm. Spider-Man's involvement in MCU for the most part, just to be safe. Right. You know, that, like they'll, they'll wrap up like unfinished storylines and stuff like that. Right. Right. I've, and I figured that, that that was one of the driving forces behind it, the fact that, you know, it was like, oh, I mean, obviously money and this and that. But they're talking about, I mean, if that's the third movie, then what's the fourth movie? So they're talking about rumors that have, have been swirling around saying that that fourth movie will allow, I guess, Spider-Man to go to either another dimension like the Venomverse or to be able to kill him off. Who knows? Yeah, I, I doubt they'd kill him off. I, I I don't know why people keep thinking they're going to kill off Peter Parker as Spider Man, even with Miles Morales around. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Yeah, or if they, even if they kill him off, the next Peter uh, Spider Man will still be Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody wants Miles. Everybody, especially after um, the success of the Into the Spider Verse. Uh, you can have both. It's not like it's either or. Yeah. Well, or or you can have um um grown up um. Slouchy Peter. That's who I should have been for Comic-Con. I should have been that Peter Parker. And, and I wouldn't have to lose weight. Damn it, I should have thought. Damn it. Why don't you guys talk to me about this? Man. Ralph, was it? I thought that's what he was. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see any difference whatsoever. I, wow. I was just like, Cap, you just come in your regular clothes? Yeah. Wow. He, he, did, he did have black uh, stretchy material on, which was supposed to be slimming, right? <laughs> just go on with the news mike just go on with the news what else we got he was preparing for his his uh his debut at the club, the strip ah, club. there you go oh there you go <laughs> and it's closed um all right. just like that my, joke <laughs> go my last piece of news is the black cat will appear in the upcoming batman movie oh let mm-hmm. me rephrase that black actress zoe kravitz will play Celine <laughs> kyle opposite robert pattinson in director co-writer matt reese film Jonah Hill and Jeffrey Wright are reportedly in talks to play the Riddler and Commissioner Gordon, respectively. Wait, they're so still wait, doing there? Jonah so Hill is the Riddler? Damn. Okay. Well, we don't got quite, <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I was waiting for you to add more. <laughs> I, I was going to. I was going to say the last I heard was that um, supposedly that Jonah Hill was going to do um, Penguin, but I felt like that was a little too on the nose when they reported that. And also, do you really want Penguin as... One of my starring features in a Batman film. It's not what I want. It's what's been reported, brother. <laughs> I, I want a lot of things. Then when things get reported, I'm like, sigh. <laughs> so, Mike, that's all your quick news? Yep. Keeping it all quick. Right. All right. And um, Ralph, any quick news? No, not really. Well, he didn't have a quick lie. <laughs> well, I'm not the world's greatest liar, unfortunately. 
Yeah, was that a lie? <laughs> Lord. You know, no, you're right. Oh, no, you're right. so coy. Look at him. <laughs> I will say this. First off, um, I am actually excited to see Jay and Silent Bob. It premieres this week on, I believe, um, Wednesday. I would never know. Jay and Silent Bob reboot? Yeah. Ask Alaska. Ask who? Alexa. Alexa. I'm not, when I don't does have this Alexa. Jay and Silent Bob reboot movie come out? I am not paid to be on your podcast. <laughs> hmm. I couldn't find any movies called this Jay Silent Bob reboot. Wow. Wow. So oh, yeah. Alexa won't be watching it either. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I was saying that because um I've noticed they've been on everywhere. I've turned on YouTube and they're on like every single show. Obviously they're pushing the movie, but I haven't seen it like such a push. And I, I don't know if it's because I follow one or two of Kevin Smith's podcasts, but like everything that they've been on, it's come up on my feed. Long story short, I'm watching the Yankee game last night, and they did the opening um, like monologue for the for the game. And it's Wait, Jay. I'm sorry, baseball has an opening monologue now. Well, well, they have an opening like like an intro to the game talking about these two teams. Da, 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 da. But oh. sometimes because it's Fox, they do it a little bit with some flair. So it's Jay and Silent Bob talking about the Yankees and the Astros. And for me, that's such a foreign concept because all Kevin Smith talks about is hockey. So I put on Twitter, I'm like, oh man. Even though you know, even though I know it's a, it's a, it's a it's a it's a, uh, a selfish promotion of the film, I kind of like Jay and Silent Bob, you know, doing a promo for my Yankee game. Why does Jay Muse get back to me? And goes, hey, they're my Yankees too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, wow, okay, didn't realize I got a reaction. <laughs> um, just so you know, it's actually tomorrow, October fifteenth. It, oh wow, it's ah, it's Stephen's birthday. Happy birthday, wow. Stephen. What a surprise! Stoner, uh, uh, a stoner movie for um, somebody who can appreciate the way of the green. But whatever. Anyway, nice. <laughs> all right. I was gonna get into Comic Con, but I'll save that for um, after the show. Um, but let's go into it. Let's dig. Let's dive deep into the DC Universe special series, not special series, but exclusive series, Titans season two. I know I have a lot to say about this, but before we even get there. Let's hand it off to MFG Mike, the finance guy, for a really cool synopsis. Wow, you had a lot to say just about announcing it. Shit it. Well, I, I got to get my words in edgewise because you go on for like 20 minutes. So I got to get my words in edgewise. You got them in from every dimension. All right. <laughs> Titans is a live action rendition of the DC Comics superhero team, Teen Titans, airing on the DC Universe video on demand programming. Titans was created by... Akiva Goldsman, Jeff Johns, and Greg Berlanti, and follows heroes Robin, Starfire, Raven, and Beast Boy. The DC Teen Titans comic book series was created by Bob Haney and Bruno Premiani in Brave and the Bold number 54 back in July of 1964, which featured teen sidekicks Robin, Kid Flash, Aqualad, and uh, eventually Wonder Girl, who joined a year later in Brave and the Bold number 60 in July of 1965. Titans was the launch series for DC Universe's new direct-to-consumer digital service and received such favorable previews, it was renewed for a second season before the first episode even aired. Titans ha- uh, Season 2 currently has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 80% and an audience of 92. Wow. Yeah. Alrighty. Synopsis. If you like Titans Season 1, then you are going to hate Season 2, Episode 1. <laughs> <laughs> but once you, you take some anti-questions... <laughs> Yeah, but once you take some antibiotics to get that mess out of your fun parts, the show goes back to pleasuring you in all the guilty ways. No name Robin, she's not Raven, 
uh, kind of Starfire and mostly one beast boy make their way to the darkest, filthiest, most crime-infested city in the good old USA. That's right, San Francisco. A place <laughs> so overridden with ne'er-do-wells that half-crazy, half-heroic, and even half-muscle-tone, Connor, I'm not a Kent, can't walk anywhere without a crime occurring right in front of him. Oh yeah, I should have mentioned, Sword of Superboy is in there as well. The Titans now live together in a really tall building that's not shaped like the letter T and love shouting their real names while looking for supervillains in non-protective casual streetwear. Now, if you like your heroes basic and your CGI from Sega Genesis, don't miss Titan Season 2. It's actually a little bit better than it sounds. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's starring Brenton Thwaites as Dick Grayson, former Robin, uh, and Diop as uh, Coriander Starfire, Tegan Croft as Rachel Roth slash Raven, uh, Ryan Potter as Gar Logan, a.k.a. Beast Boy. Minka Kelly as Dove, Dawn Granger. Alan Richardson as Hawk, Hank Hall. Elliot Knight as, well, actually, no, never mind. Curran Walters <laughs> as Jason Todd Robin. Connor Leslie as Donna Troy. Michael Mosley as Dr. Arthur Light. S.A. Morales as Slade Wilson Deathstroke. Chelsea Zhang as Rose Wilson. Joshua Orpin as Connor. Ian Glenn as an incredibly old Batman. Drew Van Acker as Aqualad and Genevieve Angleson as Dr. Eve Watson. There was a lot of people. Yeah, man. And I will say you did pretty good with seven-eighths of those pronunciation except for Isai Morales. But <laughs> you did really, really well. Yeah, but I'm sure he's not going to call go, and complain. I'm pretty sure. Well, Eva Mendes won't either. Um, so before we even go to breaking down Titans, let's press that spoiler button and give that guy his money. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off you wanker. My bad, I'm sorry, I realize we already gave him money because we have the spoiler warning, but that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. Uh, I'm getting too old for this. Stush. <laughs> I'm just two days away from retirement. Stush. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> both sounds like you're talking about steve anyway <laughs> all right so let's let's go into it titans and mike said it from the beginning i couldn't even get to the freaking question and mike said it okay the cliffhanger of season one though it left a lot to be desired and felt a little bit short like they stopped short somewhere it you know people were like very excited for the next season how did you feel about episode one and how they re-entered the Titans universe and the series? Had this ended season one, people would not have been excited about season two. And I think they knew that. <laughs> mm. It was just, it, it reminded me of watching, um, oh shoot, uh, what was the, the, what, the, uh, the Hobbit? Was it the was it the Legend of Smog or whatever? Oh, the, 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 the Desolation of Smog. Yeah, Desolation, the, yeah, Desolation of Smog. Yeah, oh, where it one. just it just ends with him leaving, and you're like, oh, he's about to attack the. Ta oh, I have to wait until the next movie, and it's five minutes of the next movie, and you're like, well, why didn't you just end the movie with that? It's, <laughs> it's the same feeling. I'm like, you made me wait for this, and it was about twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, this was a horrible, horrible conclusion to the. Uh, the, the, the Trigon story. story. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it just makes you realize that they realize we have nowhere to go with this. Let's just, let's just cut our losses. All right. <laughs> you know. Ralph, how did you feel about it? I felt it was just a long way to put a diamond in Raven's head. Tell me about <laughs> it. <laughs> it really was. I would have bought her jewelry at K's if that was a matter. <laughs> Damn. I mean, like, that was, essentially, that's the, 
main thing that came out of it, it was just right. like the the unlocking of her full powers. There could have been a better way to do it, you know? Yeah. Like, Someone could have just said, hey, you're not using your full powers. All right, gotcha. I, I would have been happier with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this because I know people were, I remember one thing um, Troy said, shout out to Troy. He was telling me how disappointed he was in how easily Trigon was disposed of. Now for me, do you think, because I, I guess I, if you listen to the show, I have a lot of faith in Berlanti. I have a lot of faith in um, what they do in regards to the writing and the direction of the show. And that's based on, on Arrow and Flash. I mean, not Legends, but that's another story. Um, do you feel like the, the, the Trigon disposal, you know, how easy it was, was intentional? I really believe that they just had put themselves in the corner that they just... It's not that they couldn't get out of. They were just like... Let's just go on to something else. <laughs> That's what it felt like. I mean, granted, I mean, he's not killed. He was just sent back, you know. Right. So he can always reappear. But, you know, then it's going to have to become it's going to have to come down to some. I intentionally let it seem like you got rid of me because I was testing you. And now I'm tougher than ever. Because really, if he comes back, all she has to say is, no, nah, I don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and it really seems to be about it. <laughs> you know, to me, it I, seemed more like because. Um, he yes, he was sent back, but he was also weakened in the process of that happening. Right. So, so now they can, if they bring him back, they could say that he was recouping his strength or whatever. Yeah. But it was it, it just it, it kind of seemed pointless also towards the end because it's like, okay, granted you have a very super powerful being, and the only person that could do it would be Raven, but why introduce him then this early in the story? only just to get rid of them that quickly. Well, it's almost like they're following the chronology of the rebooted Titans comic because Raven comes, she, she's the one that collects the team together in the comics, and mm-hmm. it's all because of the fact that her father is coming. Um, except the comic was just a lot more interesting, and it took longer, and Triton, Trigon, I'm sorry, was a lot more interesting as well. Um, so, I mean, I'm not saying that they had to follow that. I guess they just felt like, hey, we're nerds. See, we're kind of following the same path. We're really fucking this up. Let's just, let's just you know, <laughs> just toss anchor now. <laughs> you know, just, just, just call it. Who's calling it? I'm calling it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, guys, I, I mean, I dis- you guys make a very valid point. There's a part of me that just disagrees and feels like that there's some kind of bigger plan for Trigon. Hopefully so, but like I said, it still doesn't stop that from being a really shitty but it was, finale. It was, to it was that. a shitty, it was a yeah. shitty episode. And it, when you said it, Mike, you know, you definitely hit it on the head that if that was because I remember we were talking about last season how it felt like it fell off a cliff, yeah. and that supposedly they had cut, they had cut it short. Right, they cut an episode off. They cut an episode off. But now, if that's if that's what it is, then we know why. Right. <laughs> the, the only way I could see Trigon, like, effectively coming back is if um, Raven's power overwhelms her and she turns evil again and helps him come back. And then same shit happens where she then turns good again and then sends him back. That's, I mean, that's, that's effectively... That's the, that's the sad part about him coming back yeah. is more than likely that's the storyline, which is it'll just be a longer version of the exact same storyline that we had in 20 minutes. You or, know? or, or here's, here's another theory. He like takes over her body because he can't physically manifest... And then you have you what you see later on is a mental battle of her fighting Trigon, and then the Titans there like spiritually, you know, like she she 
she brings them together in her mind or something and it right. gives her strength. That's right. cute. That's not a bad. That's not a bad story. You know, it's not a bad story. Wow, this, Mike admitted that Ralph has not a bad story, but that's interesting. That's like the cliche yeah. of what would happen. I'm right. In, yeah. I'm in an alternate universe. Holy shit. <laughs> Reveling in the universe. Reveling it. <laughs> I have is... hair and I'm skinny. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah that universe. universe. That universe came and went. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> shit it. All right. So I mean, obviously we had that, but then. As we move into episode, at, toward the end of episode one, we get introduced to the team that they're trying to say is the, the core, not the core team, but the team that they're, that they're working with. So it's, um, was it Robin? It's um, Jason Todd. How do we feel about Jason Todd as part of this team? Does he feel like he is the straw that stirs the drink? Because you have Raven, you have Beast Boy. Um, and who else am I missing? Who went back to the, to the Titan Tower in San Starfire. Oh, well, Starfire didn't oh, Starfire went. Oh, sorry, right. I didn't. It's just Hawkins didn't. Raven and I was right. Okay, and Jason yeah. Todd, but he, Jason Todd sounds seems well. He acts like a freaking uh, frat boy on on uh, freaking yeah. like, energy drinks or some shit the whole time. Yeah, and I mean, like, like he's 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 unbelievable that that would be Batman's protege still. Yeah. Like, let's not get let's not get to unbelievable and Batman in the same sentence, but we'll get there in a second. I'm, I'm just saying it seems like Batman would have beat it out of him by this point. You know, seriously. I mean, that's what that's my whole point. It's like this character. I mean, like I know they're trying to make him the edgy guy, and I mean, I get it, but it's like he would not he would not be that untrained and that un just that undisciplined. <laughs> you know, but like, my question, but my question is, is it interesting? Mm-hmm. Is he interesting or is he annoying? Well, he's annoying because he's not what you imagine a Robin would be. I think that's what it is. It's not that it's to be all like, gosh, golly gee. He's just, he's so thick-headed that you're just like, eh. You just, he just feels like, oh, we needed a character that's the troublemaker rebel, and now it's you. There you go. He's, he's more dick than dick. You, you, right. know, you know what it seems? Yeah. It's like he's, he's very insecure over the fact that the other two people that are there... Granted, he has more fighting experience than them, but they have one leg up on him because they both have superpowers. Well, could you, well, Beast Boy had one leg up on him because you know he pees that way. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. There you go. Woo! Wait, he had, he had to say, wait, wait. My God. <laughs> well, I had my hand on my drink. All right, excuse me. That, is that what you're calling it now? Your drink? Go ahead. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Must be a short cup. <laughs> it's a long pour. <laughs> Wow. Anyway, I don't know how we got to that, but anyway, um, no. What I was gonna say was that um, because we talk about you know um, how the other two have powers, and you know Jason kind of maybe overcompensates for that. Do we think that also he's more interesting than Starfire and um, Beast Boy? I mean Raven and Beast Boy, because in my in my opinion, they really haven't done much with Beast Boy thus far. No, I mean, well, Beast Boy doesn't have a lot of information, but I don't find that Jason Todd's more interesting because he also doesn't have much going on. He's just a hothead rebel that doesn't want to listen. Like, that's all we've seen. We haven't seen, like, his reflective side. We haven't seen his past. We don't know if he's growing, uh, staying the same, or, you know, backsliding. We, we literally know nothing else about him either. It's just that he's louder than Beast Boy. You know what I mean? Um, in that sense. But uh, So I don't find him more interesting. I don't find either of them more interesting because they haven't given us any information yet. And I'm curious if they will do anything interesting with Beast Boy uh, or if he's, you know, or if it's like one of those things, you know, how sometimes you get shows where they put in characters and then they realize we have nothing to do with this character at all. So yeah. they just kind of keep hanging out. <laughs> you know. Um, so I don't know if that's going to be He's alive. Character. He's there. There he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. 
Yeah, because I mean, I, when I look at Jason Todd, I always feel like like he should be dead uh, and buried. <laughs> I feel it's funny that you that you open your mouth and talk because I think about you and I think about I'm like this is Mike's Damien. <laughs> no, Damien this is, is my Damien. This, <laughs> this is Mike's television Damien. For those who are listening to the show for the first time or or haven't listened to the show very often, um, Mike hates the character of Damien Robin. Damian well, I mean, well, why would I hate that character? A 10-year-old boy that has studied accounting in his spare time, is a master <laughs> of defensive league of assassins, weighs about 90 pounds, but just takes down people that are about 300 pounds and more experienced. I don't know why you'd find that unbelievable. And in the cartoon, he managed to outswim a boat. <laughs> well, I mean, he was Damn. trained by legendary dragon Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, so is his mom, <laughs> and she's not doing any of that shit either. <laughs> well, I mean, she's... She makes a mean drink, man. I'll tell you that. Her roofie game's on point. Her roofie game is on point. Her roofie's left and right. Boom, down one guy. Boom, down another. She's coming out with the cattle pride. Somebody's getting pregnant tonight. Well, being that we're on the subject of villains and villainy and roofies, oh my God, we're going to hell. Um, How do we feel about the the two bads that they added to the rogues gallery of this show? They brought in Dr. Light. You mean Dr. L.E.D.? <laughs> okay, Mike, tell me how you feel. <laughs> Damn. His character couldn't be Eddie. It's like it's like watching Gary Busey in a costume for some odd reason. <laughs> like, like, at no point do I find him terrifying or even remotely interesting. Like you you're just sitting terrifying. there going, couldn't someone just kill you? And thank you. Yeah. Eventually. Thank yeah, you. Bullet to the head, like Deathstroke did. Yeah, exactly. That's how you do uh, it. Oh, my God. I mean, his character, at first I was like, oh, Dr. Light. And I was like, I can't wait to see where they, oh, that's what they're doing with him. Never mind. <laughs> and and he, I swear, he had Whiplash's rejected costume from Iron Man 2. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Word. I was just I like, agree. seriously? You could have just given him a full-on bodysuit. I would have been perfectly happy instead of like this chest plate. I, it just, that, none of it worked for me. You know. <laughs> Ralph? Um... Yeah, Doctor Light. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> he so he seemed a little whiny to me. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Right, and then the suit could like I I, I understand they're trying to pay homage to the uh, the comic book, suit. right? But trying to keep it also based in quote unquote reality. Yeah, but it just looked like put together like riggedy yeah. and shit you know like but he, he co- could have done the costume, better the costume i could have forgave if the character would have been on point kind of like yeah. oh the shitty costume but you know they kind of you know i like that dr light character no he was just so cheesy and you know yeah. he i i guess it's the uh it might have been the actor that they chose but he doesn't come across to me like being a uh, a doctor in in physics, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. Like this guy, he didn't. He did not seem like he had any PhDs. Not even a player hating degree. Wow. <laughs> I was gonna say the only way he he sounds like he studied physics is if he goes physics like physical asshole. Like, he seems, yeah, he seems more like a jock. He seems more like a jock and douchebag than he yeah. does, you know, like a doctor. Which I literally, kind of literally, I would have been happier because Doctor Light's always been like a thinner character. I would have been happy yeah. if they had. Like, you know, a, a college professor, skinny Ichabod Crane type character with a costume. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Not able to physically fight, but just use his costume. I would have been perfectly happy with that. <laughs> you know? And what? And how, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I was just about to say, but what we got wasn't it. Um, 
What were you about to ask? About Deathstroke. He seems threatening. (laughs) (laughs) If if he did more, I'd say he is threatening. Actually, though, I did have to say, um, what was it? Episode, I guess, five. That was a fun, it was a fun battle scene um, in episode five. uh, Him fighting uh, Dick and Starfire. Yes. Um, it, It wasn't a great fighting scene. But I liked it because it did seem a little bit more real. I, I got a question. Oddly enough. I got a question about that fight. All right. Okay. Starfire it has clearly been shown that she has superior Super strength, strength, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Know where you're going. So she punches Slade and he takes it in stride. Like, wh- wh- what was that? Shouldn't she yeah. have punched him? <laughs> And he would like flown across the room through a few walls and shit, right? Well, it's it's one of those like I, I I said like with the first punch. Let's just say that you know in the time she's been here, she's trying not to kill immediately. So the first punch is to be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna take you down because you're a human. I know nothing about you. I don't know that you have enhancements. I'm assuming you're just human. So I'm gonna hit you really hard, and that mm-hmm. should take you down. That's the first hit. When that did not work, she should have been like, oh well, fuck that. <laughs> and, you know, and, and now just, now I'm going to go for step two, which will put you down. <laughs> you I understand that they they put it out there that Slade, this version of Slade, was part of a military experiment, and he was the only one who survived to enhance mm-hmm. him. I, I I could go with that, but even then, the amount of enhancement, she's a freaking super. She could pick up a freaking bus, and right. you tell me mm-hmm. she punches him, and he's going to be okay with that. Well, the, well, the the danger is both ways, meaning that. Okay, I will allow you to say that he can go toe-to-toe with her. Well, yeah. then that means that Dick shouldn't be affecting him. Like, you can't have it both ways. Because, like, yeah, Dick is kicking him, Dick hitting him, and him. it's hurting. Well, he was at certain points, you know. And I'm like, well, then that I, shouldn't work I, either. I mean, it's just after, the, it's the, after Starfire hit him. Uh, yeah, that would do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, but, I mean, nonetheless, I still like the fight. I mean, it wasn't, like I said, overly interesting, but it, it felt more genuine, if that makes more sense. It didn't feel overly choreographed. There were a couple of fights parts where I was like, you guys aren't hitting each other at all, are you? <laughs> you know what I'll say about about, they about were airbending. his portrayal? <laughs> it renewed my faith in um, casting because every time I look at Isai Morales, all I see is him running up the mountain with um, Lou Diamond Phillips in La Bamba. <laughs> That's what I see. <laughs> I see him yelling, Ricky! So I'm like, how is he going to fucking play Deathstroke? And he looks good. He, he looks good. He, you know, he does look oh, good. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, it's a good look. Like I said, I mean, now how they portray his, like you say, the rest of his fighting, you know, like, um, you know, what he comes with is, is left to be determined. But um, I, I like the way he looks, but I'm just waiting for more. I'm just waiting. Mm-hmm. And I know that they're going to wait for later on in the series. But, you know, I, I mean, it, we'll see. I like him better than Dr. Light. That's for sure. I'll say this. Yeah. He does look a lot like Deathstroke, especially mm-hmm. when he's wearing the costume. Exactly like oh, Deathstroke when he's wearing the God. costume. <laughs> well, not really, because his other eye, instead of it being just nothing there, he's yeah, actually got like an electronic right. cross eye. Yeah. It's an electronic cross eye. And I'm like, but he can't see out of that eye. That makes no sense. And that's a lot of wasted money for, to put that in. You I mean, I for think- him, not, not for the, the studio, but for him. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and then the other on the other side is just his regular eye, so it's not like he's getting some sort of like extra vision from like being shown because right. you see his real eye. Right, right. Yeah, I'm like, so, I'm like, that's not a good design. Maybe, maybe it's an intimidation thing. Well, maybe you should t- reserve that anger for the person that designed your suit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, like, I, but like, so far he's all right. Um, what do we think of Aqualad? Oddly enough, 
Oh, I'm so glad you talked about that. Um, <laughs> what kind of bullets um, does Deathstroke use, man? Isn't he supposed to have like almost really impenetrable thick skin? skin? Well, like, I mean, he's not Superman, but he can withstand the depths of the ocean, so it would be extremely hard bullet. But I mean, it's probably some form of an armor-piercing, blah blah blah, special metal. Not unbelievable, considering that he knew he was shooting at super beings. Yeah, right. If he I was mean, just robbing a bank, I would be like, you wouldn't have brought that kind of bullet with you, you know. The minute the minute I saw the introduction of Aqualad, I'm like, wow, they get they get rid of him quick. Yeah, <laughs> I got a question about that episode. Did it se- did it seem like they were like peer pressuring uh, Garth and and uh, and uh, and Wonder Girl to be together? But yeah, well, I mean, I, evidently, supposedly, as we kept being told, like he's had a crush on her since they were little kids, and. We don't know exactly what she was. I mean, we knew she liked him, but, you know. Yeah, it just seemed like, hey. Like, at the, at the beginning, it just seemed like there was like they were like, hey, you know, um, uh, we should couple off, you know, and, and then eventually we're going to just have a massive orgy. That's what it sounded like. I think that's what you heard. I I was just gonna say that's a a Ralph thing. See, there you go with the good story, then you fuck it up with that one. Listen, man, that's just what it seemed like. It was like really tense in that room, man. (laughs) Well, also that's because Hawk needed to lay off the roids. He's just too intense. Like, bro, I mean, he bros it up too much. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing is that that back then he was doing a lot of drugs and drinking and whatnot. You know. And that's the thing. Now, that's that's what's concerning me uh, to tip off of the show for just one second is, like, what is their show going to be about exactly? Because it, in every fight, he gets his ass kicked. Right. Did you notice that? Like, I'm like, all right, um, where are we? Like, what kind of show are we going to have? Because he's already, <laughs> like, been kind of falling apart because he's older than her as it is. And, you know, he's, you know, remember from the first introduction, like, he's like, he's in a pain, he's in pain a lot, you know, because yep. he's just been beaten on a lot, you know. So I'm like, like, I keep saying, like, unless they introduce this, and, and even in the comics, they don't have far-reaching power, but give me some kind of, like, imbued with chaos and, and order, magic, power, yeah. you know what I mean? That was, because yeah. it's just, otherwise, it's like, I don't get, like, what their show is going to be about. I, I and was, I like their characters. I was, I was thinking about that same thing, like, our... Are they going to introduce the the gods of chaos and order and say, "Hey, um, let's give these guys some superpowers as well, <laughs> get them back into the action"? I don't know what drives me crazy more about about um Hawk. I mean, Mike talks about him getting fucked up. I uh, what annoys me about him is his broiness and how mm-hmm. he's like too over the top and too intense. But watching him with with Dove, if for all of those wrestling fans, have you ever watched the Macho Man when he had Miss Elizabeth? No, and he's like. He's like that super, super insecure guy that's like, you know, like, you know, oh, my God, my girl can't go nowhere. And even though she's not my girl, really, I'm like, oh, boy. (laughs) But she's supposed to be the thing that calms him down. You know, like he is just rage and anger and that even though she has some of her own, she's able to kind of hold it together more, supposedly, kind of a thing. She calm me down. She's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Minka Kelly's hot. (laughs) It's rare when it comes out of my mouth. So when it does... Mark the episode down. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, no, but... Episode 69. <laughs> Shout out to Hipster Tom. He was asking about it the other day. But um, yeah, I, I just... Every time I watch him on on the screen, I just... I, his tension... I guess that's good acting. Because his tension just resonates from the television. I'm like, yo, bro, somebody shut him up. Or somebody get him up. Yo, just please. And then even when he's calm, you're like, oh, he's going to get upset again. 
Oh yeah, no, it's good because you can you can. That's the thing. You can feel his anger that he's just mm-hmm. he's just not that person that. Well, I brought this guy to help with diplomatic conversation. You brought him. <laughs> <laughs> that's like bringing a, a fire to a match factory. <laughs> exactly. Oh you know, nothing good's gonna happen. <laughs> Nothing's good gonna happen. Um, what was it? Because it's funny. Oh, how do we feel about? Um, because we're talking about all the Titans. We talked about, you know, a little bit about um, Hawk and Dove. How do you feel about Starfire's little side story about um, the um, alien from her from her universe, or from her planet, coming back to come get her? How are we feeling about that storyline? Well, I feel we're setting up for... I feel we're setting up for season three is what I feel we're setting up for. Um, Titans uh, in space, space, Well, not space, so much in space, space but for, Star, uh, for Blackfire not. to be coming here. Oh. Um, that's what I think is going to happen. Um, I I don't think they have enough money to put the Titans in space. I, so, <laughs> so I, I think they're coming. Space is coming here. <laughs> you know? Do you think they're gonna make Blackfire a white girl? Um, wow! Yeah. I was gonna say Shadow. I was like, wow, maybe. They could. <laughs> uh, who knows? Maybe. I mean, you know, we don't know what we're saying. I mean, so far it seems like everyone on Tamarin's black, so it would be shocking because even yeah. the, that guard was black. And I'm like, oh, is this the way we're working that? I guess orange <laughs> is the new black. <laughs> But uh, there we go. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I, I, it, I think it was what it was. Was like I said, it's a possibility to set up for season three, but also it was to give us a little bit more of her backstory without her having to tell us or tell them directly. It was for us to find out. Oh my gosh, she's a princess! You know, you know, it's interesting because of the fact that I know we we dogged the fact that how she looked in the beginning and and how. You know, we were like, oh, my God, this is what they're doing to Starfire. And then eventually we come around like, wow, you know, obviously she's a good actress. And, you know, um, you know, they, 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 they really they've done better with her than what we thought, except for the outfit. And then this you're expecting more. And it's like, oh, come on. This is all you're giving us. <laughs> she's away from the Titans more than she's with the Titans. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah, I mean, she's just getting back basically in the last episode and a half. Right. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how they have this plan. I mean, obviously, she's a calming influence for Raven, and that she is, she's kind of like, she reminds me, um, those two remind me of Storm and Kitty when they first introduced Kitty to the X-Men. Okay, like I Storm, that, Storm yeah. was like the mother hen around her and looked out for her, and that seems to be what they're doing with Starfire, that she's, she's the, the mother de facto, or the more than big sister de facto for Raven. For Raven, yeah. No, and, and, I, and I actually like that. I actually do like that. Like, you know, I also like the fact that Beyond the fact that they have a, a nice chemistry, I think they have a good chemistry together too, but that it's like, you know, Raven didn't have really, well, she had no mom and then was raised by a supposedly loving stepmother, but then all the crap going on that, you know, she gravitated towards a strong woman to, you know, try and lead her where uh, a man would not be able to, you know. So I kind of like that they're playing on that. Okay. All right. No, um, what about sh- Connor? Ah. It took six episodes for them to remember that, oh, yeah, we introduced him at the la- end of the last <laughs> season, didn't we? <laughs> well, I mean, they introduced him at the right time. I mean, the minute I saw the episode beginning with Robin, with, with Jason Todd falling. Yeah. Oh, when it ended that way, I was like, oh, Superboy's going to yeah. fly and catch him. Yeah, obviously. That was, that was like I, the, the, when, I saw, when I saw it beginning that oh, 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 wait, you're talking about the episode before when they right, ended, when it ended it when he When he fell out the window, I said, oh, yeah. Superboy's going to catch him. I, I didn't even think about that until... Um, the beginning of the, of the episode, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. And then they go into a whole long episode about Connor. Um, it was interesting that the whole take of, you know, almost him being like a, like a, like a, a little kid in a grown man's body. And right. I, it, it was, it was interesting. I mean, I remember watching it and being like, I'm trying to remember who it reminds me of, um, of what hero like was, was such, was so immature, but, but had all these great powers. The I tick. Think, 
because he's just about as smart. They say in there, I'm sorry, go ahead. The tick had more of a sense of justice. <laughs> there you go. Well, I like the fact that they, she even says, well, he has the emotional, and then she even adds, and mental capability of like a two-year-old. And I'm like, well, he's got full English skills, so I don't know what kind of two-year-olds <laughs> you're used to being around, but <laughs> you might want to rethink that description of him. The two-year-olds no. from the Baby Genius movie. Yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't like cloning with like memories. I just feel like that's cheap. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, because because it also just really doesn't make any sense. I mean, you know, memories, like especially memories like that. I mean, that it's memories like are not genetic. That, yeah, memories aren't genetic. I mean, even when they try and explain it, it just it always sounds like bullshit because it is bullshit. You know, because we've I, cloned things in this yeah. world. I'm sorry. I, yeah. Go ahead, bro. I prefer the uh, the cloning and then conditioning method, where as the the clone is being created. They have like a screen or something implanting information into the person. Sure. Yeah. That's yeah no, I'm good with that. Yeah. But I mean, just to say that, though, because he's got half DNA here and there, you know, like he's got these memories of both. I'm like, what the right. hell does, how does that well, work? Well, um, I would say this. It's not that implausible. Look up the, uh, I, I believe it was Harvard or some school, the Crows, uh, test i believe it was, uh, it was like a study or something school. that they so what happened was you have a group of people walking around in these masks essentially terrorizing the crows right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um generations later the crows still react to the people in the masks even oh yep yeah, about oh, yeah to talking about trauma and how how it how it actually could be genetic it's inherited yeah. memory yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah but the thing is, i think some of it, though, I do wonder, though, if we just, I think we think that animals can't communicate certain things to each other. So, you know, is it genetic or is it that we don't know how they're able to communicate? Like, hey, this costume scared the hell out of us. We hate him. You'll hate him, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know? but, I, but I do hear what you're saying, though. Yeah. Not implausible. Could be possible. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but, but screen but monitor, I, just Jason, seems much more likely. Yeah. I also like the fact that when, you, when they showed that little clip again of um, him busting out initially, and I'm like, Ah, you lost a lot of muscle tone between your busting out and your actual face appearance. It is two different actors. <laughs> yeah, and the other is guy is way actors? beefier than him. <laughs> yes, <know>. he was. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess the butt shot guy they should have got for for, for for full time. That's why Mike was disappointed. He's like, damn, this guy's ass is not as full as the other guy's ass. <laughs> but, it's a, but even even you look at his leg, his leg, like his thighs were like super thick, and I'm like, that's not the same actor. That I looked up, it's like, oh, it wasn't the same actor. <laughs> hey, Mike, you're one about up. legs. You, you can't you can't say legs, Mike. Mike's legs that's, are better than yours, not for nothing. I, I'm granted that is true, Mike. That's the last compliment I give on your legs because I'm always getting on you on that. That is true, but I never skipped leg day. There you go. You, you, you never, never started. started. <laughs> I never skipped it. My line. And in editing, Ralph will put Mike going first. <laughs> All right. Now, before we get to, uh, I was we're say, not even close to that. I have another question. Like, what do what is the deal, and how do we feel about all right, we're after supervillain. Dick, Dick Grayson, over here. <laughs> Hank Hall, this way. We're in costume even sometimes yelling out our names. Why did we Why did we even pick code names? I don't oh know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. That was driving me crazy. And, and also, we're going after Dr. Light. He's incredibly powerful. What do you got on? My member's only jacket and a pair of jeans. You? Yeah. <laughs> A t -shirt, oh my god! A t-shirt and some some jeggings. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> me. Oh, I'm I'm just going in my birthday suit. Makes no difference. Yeah, I'm like I'm like especially like um the the non-powered heroes, which is most of the the team. But it's like, all right, Hawk Dove. I'm sure your outfit beyond just kind of being cool is kind of protective of things. You know. It, it at least provides a little bit of padding from punches and and bladed web like because because Dove's wings it seems like they're metallic because right. like she sliced it so I'm like so you don't think you might need that or I mean nothing? I would say this if uh, if Hawk was wearing his outfit he might not have gotten as burned as bad on his uh, calf yeah well I mean all that kind of stuff it's like you guys and you know that Deathstroke is out there so it's not even like he's a surprise it's you're, you're literally going out in your average streetwear. I just don't get that. And shouting each other's names, which I, I'm assuming if Deathstroke didn't know who your secret identities were, he definitely knows now. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, wait, wait, can, can you say that again? Let me just write this down. Well, you in fact, Star, Starfire. Okay. Well, Starkfire, remember when she shows up at the fight, she goes, she goes, did you think complimenting my hair, Dick Grayson was going to make me? Just I was like, you just called it by his first and last name. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mike, what you need to do can, is give Mike. him a social security number, too. Mike, yeah. after seeing all that, you can tell that that was me who created that team. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> Think about the early episodes. Oh, How many times I call you by your name, call myself by my name. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. So but I, John Smith, was telling a story. <laughs> but just call me the cat. Shit it. Shit the fuck no, But I mean, that was annoying. Did it bother any of you guys? Or was it just me? I didn't even notice I, yeah, it until I, you said it now. And I didn't like, think about oh, shit, it. that's right. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, so that bothered me. Also, um, I also love the fact that Connor's shirt, where I'm like, okay, he just bought a T-shirt for $12.50. They shot rounds of bullets in him. I'm like, there's not one mark on his T-shirt. What's Why it? is it suddenly indestructible? <laughs> so, all right. I think it's time for Ralph, Ralph explains it all. Explains it all. No, 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 no. no. So, no we just need a jingle. Go ahead. So, be, uh, many people don't know this, but actually, Superman and Superboy have a sort of quote-unquote protective aura. That surrounds oh, them. That's that's completely in debate depending on which writer, and that's usually only from the 1980s that Superman has that. Yes. Just so FYI. The reason why <laughs> his clothes survives all these encounters with sharp metallic objects and uh, bullet-like structures is because of this quote-unquote protective aura. And this has oh. been Ralph Explains It All. Yeah, But unfortunately, Superman's outfit is from his home world, so it was just generally indestructible. Connor's just wearing a t-shirt and jeans. Yeah. By the way, Ralph, <laughs> if you can explain that, can you can you can you explain Spider-Man's feet? No. We'll what do you mean? Do oh, through the why he, he could yeah why he could why he can stick to walls with his feet yeah. Oh, that will need another hour of Ralph explains it all. And we don't have that. <laughs> okay, guys. Let Everyone me, let out me. there can thank us later for that. <laughs> okay, we've been dodging the the, the elephant in the room or uh, the bat in the room. Let's let's go for it. All right. They finally introduce and show. Bruce Wayne as a character of the show. They kind of showed him in silhouette and whatever, whatever, referenced him in last show. This time, they show him. Why is Batman so goddamn old? <laughs> what the <laughs> hell happened? And remember, he's active still. He's completely the, yeah. Active, yeah. the active protector of Gotham City. When they introduce, I am not joking, even though we met Alfred season one, you know, actors change sometimes. When this guy showed up, I thought he was Alfred. I assumed he had to be Alfred, <laughs> you know. Um, when, 
when Ian Glenn sat down in the living room talking to Dick, he had a punch. <laughs> yes. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, how are you? You couldn't protect you couldn't protect somebody from getting pregnant if you had three condoms on. This man oh had no God. ability to protect anything. <laughs> I he couldn't protect like the stomach rumblings from, from, from oh midnight my, eating. It was <laughs> horrible. Do you, I mean, and again, I'm not an ageist, but the actor himself is actually 58 years old. Could they not find any other actor? Oh, I don't know, in their Page, 30s, 40s? I told you, dude, you, even if you wanted somebody that older, paging John Hamm, paging yeah. John Hamm, yeah. let's go. There you go. He looks, he, that's a guy who looks like he's still in pretty good condition. They don't have John Hamm money. Is. They don't have John Hamm money. They barely had Trigon as a reasonable looking character money. <laughs> if, you uh, beat me to that punch too, goddamn <laughs> You know, if they really tried, and you know, John Hammond, if he's a fan of any comics, he'd probably do it for slightly less, maybe. No, no, he's an actor. <laughs> but <laughs> he wants still, his damn money. This God, I'm, I'm, I saw him as as Batman, and I was like, "You're kidding me, right?" And I'm thinking, okay, maybe Batman's retired. Well, oh no, he's active. No, he's active. <laughs> he's still the protector. He's still going out there with Robin, and now without Robin, you know. Well, obviously, if there's ever going to be any scenes with. A Batman in a suit, you clearly know it's a stunt double. Got that right. <laughs> you know that reminds me of that reminds me of um, Wonder Woman the movie's choice for um, um, Ares, God of War. Yeah, <laughs> like he ain't kicking nobody's ass. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't care what special effects you throw on him. Put all the armor you want. That's still a feeble old man. What's going on? <laughs> so that's why. That's why I felt when I saw Batman. I was when like, he showed up, I was just like, "Is that Helen Mirren?" Like, I, I, I thought this was Red 3. Damn. Oh, shit. I was Damn. waiting for Morgan Friedman to come off stage. You, I'm you, not... the, I thought they were like, they got mistaken and they were using the Batman from Batman Beyond. Oh. I was he, like, where's he? Was from, he was from way beyond. It's like, is, is Ace around there somewhere? Where's the king? What's going on? Terry, Terry, are you in the closet? Terry McGinnis, come out here. Staring in the closet, the whole other issue. Go ahead. Speaking of in the closet, I, I'm just oh, like, fuck. what? What is going to go on with Connor and Jason Todd? I'm like, that was a nice long longing look those two had. I'm like, he was just like, you saved me. I owe you. And I'm like, uh huh. <laughs> well, you know all those uh, fan sites. Are, still, it won't make it won't make Jason Todd interesting. <laughs> all those uh, all those. Uh, Fan writers are going to be writing a whole bunch of uh, interesting love stories there. Oh, yeah. They're going to be writing? It's probably already been written. Well. I'm sure it has. <laughs> oh, and what about Rose? Uh, what do we think about uh, Rose Wilson? Oh, that's right. Rose. A.K.A. Um, Ravenger. My, I got a question. All right. Yes. When Raven kicks her ass, it did not look like she broke that many bones. She literally kicked her and she slid across the room. I'm like, her arms were all bent and all screwed up and fingers cracked. I'm like, did she come back? Like, when the movie, when the camera went away, did she, like, attack her with a tire iron like the Joker? <laughs> <laughs> like, it just looked like she was like, oh, I'm coming after your ass, you know? Because yeah. <laughs> when, she, when she was putting herself back together, it was like... Yeah, she was all twisted around, and I'm like, yeah. where did this happen? She just yeah, kicked her. What, it's like, how far did she slide? Was it, like, a mile slide away or something? It's the electric slide. <laughs> <laughs> it's electric. Stop, stop, stop. But, I, I, you know what's interesting? I'm not familiar with Ra 
Ravager. I'm not familiar with Jericho. So I know, I, and I know they kind of hinted at Jericho in episode five. Well, that's, or the, episode that's four. the son. Yeah, that's the son, Jericho. Jericho is a metahuman who has the ability, when it's an eye to eye contact, to literally put himself within the other person, not just his mind, his whole body like disappears into the other person. So oh, wow. like, he's able to talk and, and be that person. Um, and Jericho had been a, a, an ally of the Titans, you know, ever since they had met. And then years later, and, I, and years later, I mean, comic book and in actual time, many years later, someone was like, let's make him a bad guy. And that he's basically always been a bad guy. And now he's just a bad guy. <laughs> he's he's ah. been with brother blood and stuff like that. But I, I guess we'll have to wait until episode eight to see what they do with it, because that's the title of episode eight. Jericho. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah it'll, it'll be interesting. Well, the thing is, I'm assuming the Titans have something to do with this, maybe with his son not talking, because they keep saying what we did. Remember, Wonder Girl keeps saying, like, you know, even after what we did. And well, I'm like, well, because that seems to be why Slade is after them and well, hates well, them so much. If you see the, you remember the flashback, he was already a mute before um, Dick met them, met, met Jericho. Because remember the scene right. with the, at, the, at the record store? He was already right. talking in sign language. Right. Well, that's true. And he didn't recognize it. No, I'm just saying, I'm wondering if, though, if they're responsible for him becoming, like, in other words, at some point, um, yeah, because they, they find Jericho in current time, right? Or is that still no, back no, in the that was, that was a flashback. That, that was a yeah. five-year-old flashback? So you see that scene okay. after um, Aqualad dies or gets killed. Oh, okay. And then that's because Dick, so now Dick is going after Jericho because he's Slade's son. Right. But, but Slade's son yeah. is... That's true. Is, I do wonder what it is that they've done. Because they keep saying, like, you know... Because Donna Troy keeps giving this hint of, like, you know, is it is it wrong for him after what we've done kind of a thing? And it's like, well, what did you do exactly? Well, did you take his mm -hmm. eye? Maybe Rose, they took his eye. Rose <laughs> says... Remember, Rose says that Slade killed her brother, Jericho. Okay. So I must... My, here's, here's my theory, is that um, in the past... To avenge Aqualad, they use Jericho as a way to get to Slade, and in the process, Slade kills his son. Or it looks like Slade kills his son, but it's actually it might have been one of the Titans who did it. So, that's what uh, I'm thinking. That's, that's what it seems like. So? Oh, I'm assuming that Jericho is still alive. No, because Rose says, Rose says the reason that she hates her her father is because he killed her brother and her mother. Right, but then. Those scenes that so, we saw were flashbacks. Right. See, I thought, I thought that we were still getting the idea. Because I'm pretty sure Jericho is still going to be alive. I think no matter what happens. I think... Or maybe, or maybe that's what it is. Maybe they've put Jericho in hiding. That's possible, yeah. You know, or something like that. And, and, and yet Deathstroke still thinks that he's dead or, or something along that line. Well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. But her that character... I mean, I don't know if I find her character interesting or not yet. She just seems to be, like, overpowered and yet unnecessary all at the same time so far. Right. She seems like a, a good fighter. Yeah. It, it, you know what's funny? I In this review, it's one of the things that I almost forgot to put in my notes just because she's that glossed over. Right. Yeah. I, I got, oh, good. I got a question. Yeah. Go for it. Did anybody else uh, get a little bit giddy when, uh, when Dick and Rose were fighting and she breaks the bow staff and then he has... Two extra mistakes in his hand. I thought. Oh it was yeah. Cool. No, I definitely I like, thought it was cool. I was like, I'm, I'm still waiting yeah. to see when he's going to get his Nightwing, Nightwing outfit. I'm assuming at the end of this, uh, maybe the end of the season. Well, whenever that happens, be sure to listen to my Yelp of 
Hell yeah. Awesome. You're going to hear the earth shake of my excitement. Ooh. Wow, I, I, I guess it is a bigger drink than we thought. Uh, <laughs> it's a long pour. It's a long pour. Wow. Okay, is there anything else we want to add before we go into a semi-rating? We can't really name it because the season's not over. But we can oh, give I've got it lots of names for things. Um, <laughs> I bet you do. I, I never fail with a name. Uh, I, I want to say that Dr. Eve Watson just, she seems like the most uninteresting doctor they could have found ever on film. The one that was Connor's uh, keeper and creator. Oh, oh, the, 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 oh, what do you call it? Keep and create. In, in my head, I was like, no, no, no. She's, what do you call it? Um, shit. Um, when, when, when you yes, write story. Oh, no, no. When you write story and you, and you have that person have a conversation just for the sole purpose of. Uh, what, the exposition? Fuck. Yes. <laughs> she's, she's Dr. Exposition. Like she, was, she, she was plot exposition, definitely. Yeah. Because otherwise, uh, we would have been like, uh, we still don't know what's going on. And then after yeah. she explained it, I'm like, I, I care less about what's going on. <laughs> Didn't she seem a little uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of a bit? Because, like, she's like. She was a drunk. She, yeah, she was caring. <laughs> and then she, she gets that drink in her. And then she's like, oh, fuck this shit. I'm going to just, you know, sk- try to scare the crap out of this guy and show him why he should just hide and shit. Yeah. And, and by the way, did we think that, uh, does anyone think that that mostly formed body. The last one he looked at in the vault, I'm like, is that going to be his version of Bizarro? Because I was waiting for the eyes to open. I'm like, is that going to be like yeah. the bad version yeah, me of too. him I, in that's a future season? Also, yeah. you know? I'm sure that'll come to play. Yeah, well, I mean, I, it, we're still not done. That's the good part. It's not like we're, you know, we're looking at the season going, oh, well, that was it. You know, I mean, I'm glad that you know, there's some things to build upon. So, yeah. you, know, you know what I would love to see, which would like, Make it my, scares me what you what you would love. What to would see. make my day is if they have um, Tom Welling play their version of Superman in there. Nice try. They already got him for um, for um, the Crisis. So really, where have you been? Uh, planet Mars, yeah, dude. It's, the weather's nice Tom, over there. I thought Mars needed moms. <laughs> nah, they got all the moms they can handle. Now that they need a Ralph. Ah, they need things fucked up. That's right. I'm a Ralph. I'm a Ralph from that answer. Mm. Um, <laughs> but yes, Tom Welling is part of Crisis, bro. Oh, that's what's oh, up. Lo- yeah, yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's what I thought. I was very happy about that. That doesn't stop that. him from doing this either. That'd be nice. Yeah, sure. well, I, yeah, you might be right. Yeah, you know. So, but we'll see. All right, let's go for it. Midterm ratings for Titans, Ralph. I give it uh, seven dicks out of ten. Oh my God. <laughs> Dick Grayson, that's man. A, Dick that's Grayson. A, that's, a gener- that's, a, that's a generous bag of dicks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to give wait, him wait. a fistful of dicks, so, you know, bag is fine. Yeah, there you go. I didn't want to give him a fistful of dicks, and then we wonder why we're not over a, a, a larger audience, because our demographic is, like, from 25 and older. I would <laughs> think it's from 12 and up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but, yeah, but a lot of twelve-year-olds are not being able to listen to our podcast because of our our good nature humor. They've heard worse. Yeah, far worse. <laughs> on on, pri- on primetime TV. <laughs> true, true, true. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and give it um, eight. The Titans are back, bitches. Out of ten. <laughs> yeah. Jason Todd annoys me, but he's funny as fuck. He's really good. Like um, you know, memes. Like he's really good. Right. Like meme. Meme creation yeah, um, material. That's another scene I love, though, when he says that. And the camera, you see the camera angle panning. And I'm like, 
Oh yeah, you mean all those people without masks? Thank you for announcing that those are also the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> because they're the people there. Um, all, anyhow. All, all they needed was for the reporter to come out and say, so your name is Dick Grayson, right? And you used to be a Chicago police officer? Aren't you a ward of Bruce Wayne? You know, the eccentric, <laughs> the eccentric octogenarian. Oh my God. <laughs> Mike. I give it a very generous seven and a half. If Connor and Jason don't kiss by the finale, I'll be shocked out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> that's you what just, Mike's banking that's, on. That's what Mike wants. He, he wants that for his spank bank. Hey. <laughs> hey, we all have hopes and dreams. There's nothing wrong with that. I will be shocked. I was just like, wow. But well, that was always the thing. Even with um, when it was Tim Drake and Connor, and even in the comics, it was always one of those weirdly, they had the weird relationship where you're like, uh-huh. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Cap, if, if you're over at Mike's place while you're watching this episode, if this happens, make sure to wear a raincoat. Just for Mike's Dude. explosion. Dude, you make it sound like he's going to burst through his pants. First of all, you're acting like he's going to have it out. Why are we even having this conversation? <laughs> Why are you so expanding there, on it? So there you have it. <laughs> there you have it. Titans season two, episodes one through six. Obviously, we have a lot to wait for, and obviously, we're waiting for Mike to fill his spank bank. I don't know. But guys, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the go is tame, and it's next. So, you think these bozos would actually have the foresight of creating a new commercial after they make something cool? Well, since they're too lazy, Big Kev here is telling you to download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app. That's right, it's got lots of cool features, like different comic trivia games to keep you busy, and an episode vault so you can catch up on shows you've missed, like all the episodes with me. New things are being added as we speak. So download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app for all of your Apple devices in the App Store. Also, find Meanwhile 22 Pages Later on Facebook and tell them what you think of the app and the show. Personally, I think they suck. Geeks on the go. Now one more dick. Now with more dick. You've been waiting for 138 episodes to say that. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I have. And now I have done it. Okay. All right. So (laughs) let's go right into it. Um, You know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick quick answers on all things geek. And we've only made it under a minute once. I was going to make it under four questions, but that would be cheating. We used to have five questions back in the day. Yeah, we used to have old essays back in the day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which one of these thirty-eight things do you think is true? <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> and make sure you answer under a minute. Ready, set, go. Which upcoming movie are you more excited about? The new Blade or Morbius? Mike, Morbius. <laughs> Ralph, Morbius. Is that answer? Nope. Nope. They're not married. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. After seeing the preview of Flash's villain for this season, is it time for the show to, uh, to end? Ralph. It's time for the show to get new writers. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> Mike. I like that they're thinking outside of the speedster box, so I'll wait and see for now. Okay, definitely true. Who's scarier if these villains existed in the real world? Carnage, Green Goblin, or Skeletor? Mike. 
A symbiotic organism bent on mass murder, a narcissistic rich weirdo fucking up society, or a living skeleton with magic powers. We have one of those in the real world now, and I'm already scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ralph. I think uh, psychopath-driven uh, symbiote trumps all three of uh, the other two, because, like... Trumps? Really? It, it, yeah, it literally trumps it. <laughs> Time out. I mean, time's up. I mean, I'm a little bit mad that you guys took so long, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> Last one. Fill in the blank. Dear New York Comic Con, in order to approve your overall experience, you need to add blank. Ralph. You need to add a whole panel on Magic the Gathering. Come on. That's where all the geeks are. Yeah. That's that right. <laughs> He's got that right. Mike. Makes it easier to kill in one spot. Uh, uh, you need to add chairs everywhere and mandatory shower stall usage, along with better panel attendance control. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn, talk about putting it all in one shot. Good job, Mike. <laughs> all right. Shout outs. Any shout outs? I mean, especially after Comic-Con. Um, the, um, by the way, New York Comic-Con, even though I know people say it gets disappoint- more and more disappointing every year. I still enjoy the experience. I love being, I can't lie, I'm, this is the last time I'm going to be nice to them. I love being with these guys. It's so much fun just to kind of like, you know, wander around and be with them, even though we're tired by like midday. <laughs> tired by, by mid-minute. Speak for Shit, yourself, right. Grandpa. By the time I wake up, I'm already tired. Dude, you are. I was like, you were tired more, more than me. You, kept, you left both twice early. You left well, both days early. Well, one day I left early. One day you committed about that, yeah. but you were already like, eh, I'm telling you. Saturday, yeah, well, I was tired on well, Saturday. Well, Comic-Con, be more interesting. <laughs> People want to stay later. I, I wanted to stay until like 7 o'clock, and I stayed until maybe about 6.30. I think both days at 6.30, something yeah. like that. Um, yeah, Comic-Con was fine. All right. Um, any shout-outs? Uh, to my wonderful, wonderful niece that you guys got to meet. Yeah, she was awesome. P.S. <laughs> Oh my God! You know when people, we have Aaron. P.S. I'll say this: If anybody ever wondered, well, what is MFG's relatives like? Three words: just like him. (laughs) Holy shit! (laughs) (laughs) Only her. The other ones aren't interesting. (laughs) Oh my God! (laughs) No, but I was the one that was in the Navy. Huh? Yeah, no, she's great, and she got to see. And get her pictures taken with a lot of people and got extra pictures taken with a lot of people, you know, a lot of famous people. She went to see the Angel cast and uh, I can't think of the actress name from uh, Bring It On, not Kirsten Dunst, uh, the other one. Uh, So she got that done. She was just having a great time. So I was really happy and I was really happy to see her. And uh, that's my big shout out. The rest of you guys, you know I love you. But that's all I'm (laughs) shouting out now. I'm too tired to think. (laughs) All right. Ralph? I would like to shout out Val. It was great to see her and to absolutely to let us know that she's actively listening and that her uh, her Ooh. boyfriend Elliot um, actively is, doesn't is listen. forced to listen. <laughs> we actively doesn't yes, listen. And, and, and it's also a shout out to Val for for letting everybody know that I am the funny one. <laughs> Dude, she's young and impressionable. Of course, she's gonna say that. You were in front of her face. I bet you. So, so we're both of you. <laughs> Yeah, but she's known us longer, so she can disrespect us that way. Absolutely. <laughs> she's known me the longest, actually. I think, yeah. Whatever. That just makes you old. You <laughs> old, damn. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and um, uh, another shout-out to Val, because Val was the one who said, you know, guys, when are you going to go back to comic books? I'm like, oh, my God, you sound like Troy. <laughs> yeah. uh, we do. We do. We will, we will. We will. We'll so get we there will eventually, s- one day. At some point. Yeah. Um, any more shout-outs, Ralph? 
Uh, no, no, that's it. All right, I got a couple of shout outs. Number one, shout out to um, shout out to Jazz. Now that Jazz is married, I've got one question. Now what? <laughs> wow, that's just putting everything on his shoulders right then and there. <laughs> I feel like quoting Mike. Death. <laughs> yeah, I said it. I said it. Um, but yeah, shout out to Jazz. Hope you and Taylor Anna are doing really, really well. Um, shout out to JP and Kevin, who coincidentally hit me up on the same day, almost the same time. I don't know. They, they don't even talk to each other. They were probably sitting like, at the same bar and said, hey, we should probably send this guy a message. The, but you know who I want to kill right now? <laughs> and that's how it all started. No, but, but check it out. It was one of those things where it was like... I had it in my brain when we were at um, New York Comic Con. I was like, you know, we're going to probably have to do Joker really, really soon. Um, both JP and Kev are both like, okay, whoever's on, get them off. I want to be on for when you guys do the Joker. Yeah, we, could, we could do both of them. It's, it, tech, tech-wise, tech we got to make sure that they're up for it because if they don't have the tech, they're not going to be heard. Unless you want Kev to be talking to my ear be like, yo, Cap, yo, do this. Tell him this. Tell him said this. And fuck Mike. <laughs> so shout, so shout out for them. Um, my biggest shout out. I mean, I'll shout out for um for Joey. Shout out for South Carolina. Shout out for the usual peeps. Shout out for Johannes who's still listening. Um, sh- shout out to an artist by the name of John Boy Myers, and shout out to actually all the artists in Artist Alley, especially the ones who really have an eye to keep the young fans. Um, you know, like, get them engaged. The reason why I say that, I brought Riley on Friday to Comic-Con. I, I, it's my second year bringing her, and she's really good about that stuff. She likes Comic-Con. She enjoys it. But to watch between the cosplayers and the artists all treat her, not only with respect because, yeah, her dad's there, whatever, but treat her in such a way where it's a genuine, hey, look, let's treat this little girl like royalty, made me feel good. And the reason why I'm shouting out John Boy Myers is... Um, Riley's mother and I were getting ready to um, to leave Comic Con. It's been we were there since nine o'clock in the morning. I was there since nine o'clock in the morning, and it's about five thirty six o'clock, and we're walking out of Artist Alley, and Riley starts to get tired, so she's like getting restless and she starts to cry, like out of nowhere, like nobody did anything to her. She just started to cry, and I kneel down in front of John Boy, but not realizing that somebody's behind me, and I'm talking, and I'm trying to calm her down, and John Boy goes, "Everything okay?" And um, Gigi says. Yeah, well, you know, um, she's had a long day. She's been up since 9 o'clock. You know, nothing's bad. Nothing's wrong with her, but she's a little tired. So he goes, hmm, okay. And he goes into his desk, and he pulls out a Wolverine magnet that he drew. And he goes, hey, um, little girl, would you like this? And she starts crying a little bit, and she goes, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, wow, thank you, man. He goes, oh, yeah, no problem. Then he keeps talking. He goes, by the way, little girl, do you like Wonder Woman? And she's like, yeah. He gives her a print of one of his one of his um, Wonder Woman prints and signs it and gives it to her. I'm like, I want a fucking print. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, we just got to put you in an Elsa dress, have you crying, acting cranky, and you'll probably get anything you want. Yeah. We, we call that Thursday night for you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But I just got to give a shout out to especially John Boy Myers. Um Really class act. It was really fantastic to meet him. His artwork is great, by the way. It wasn't just like, oh, it was a Wonder Woman. Really well done. Um, and then G says, as we're leaving, she goes, damn. Um, 
And that was the one I was looking at too. I'm so glad Riley cried. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And then the next day, and, and we tried to make sure to pay it forward because we showed up to John Boy's booth and we revealed who we were and we bought some prints of his because he got great work. And I was like, you, look, thank you. But I just couldn't thank him enough because anybody would just let that shit pass. He was really class act. He didn't have to do any of that stuff. And he did it. And that kind of renews my faith in humanity in people and just maybe making kids more interested in comic books. So I just really thought it was a cool moment. Yeah, hopefully so. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully so. so. And yeah. I'm sure Riley yeah. will remember that moment for the rest of her life. She still talks about it. <laughs> <laughs> remember when I got the free stuff? Yeah, Riley, all day. <laughs> all day you got free stuff. <laughs> I, I can imagine on your 70th birthday, Dad, I know this is your birthday, but do you remember that time at Comic-Con where I got that free painting? Yeah, <laughs> those are good times. And the cap's answer, who are you? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Why so, am I in a diaper? <laughs> Maybe we should just, we shouldn't, on such a depressing note, but being that Mike wanted to do it, we'll do it that way. So for MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, and RT Square, Ralph the Tech, this is the cap saying, keep it geeky. And, oh, the cap just texted me. Let me see what he wants. <laughs>